Hey, Shanna, did you know that you can purchase audiobooks directly from your local bookstore? Yes. With Libro FM, you'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company out there. You know the name. But with Libro FM, you get to search up your local indie bookstore and support them instead. And if you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to squeeze more reading into your busy life. I constantly have a book in my ear because cleaning the house or exercising is so much more fun while reading. Sign up for Libro.fm and use the code GOODBOOKS to get two books instead of one for the price of your first month's membership. Good books. Good books. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Best Book Club podcast. We are your hosts, Shanna and Jen. And welcome to this week's episode of What We're Reading and Other Stuff. What are you reading, Jen? Well, I have two books that I would like to talk about today. One of them is I read, and you already know this, but no one else does. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised I know it. I don't feel like I know anything. You only know it because we went to other book club. Oh. So sometimes other book club happens before recording. That's true. And it ruins the surprise. I have very much considered taking headphones and just making you listen to music really loudly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just go for a walk around the block for a while. Yeah. If you could leave, that'd be great. Once we're done talking about the books we both read. Yeah. (laughs) So I read... A Lightning Struck Heart. A Lightning Struck Heart or The Lightning Struck Heart? For Boris Lamb with a <laughs> The Lightning Struck Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I read You're The welcome. Lightning Struck Heart <laughs> by TJ Clune. This is the fifth book in the Tales from Vrania series. This is the fifth book? Fifth book. Yep. It's going to be the first no, book. This, okay, no, this is... Okay. <laughs> Get me out of here. This is the first (laughs) book. The fifth book is coming out next month is what I meant to say. Okay. So spoiler, this is also a book I read. (laughs) And I was like, there's 0% chance this is the fifth (laughs) book in a series. I See, I'm recording on my little laptop and it's really discombobulating me because I can't see your face. Because What a shame. There's just not enough room for you on here. Oh, I have a big head. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so like I was saying, it is the first book in the Tales of Verania series. I wanted to read it because the fifth book is coming out in April, (laughs) which is where I was going with that. The fifth book is called The Damning Stone. So anyways, (laughs) I have a really hard time talking about this book. I can't imagine why. <laughs> okay, so this is one of TJ Clune's older series. And I've really wanted to try out his older stuff for a long time because I really love Cerulean Sea, really love Whispering Door, and have just been really excited for everything he's been putting out. And so I tried this one out. And it is about a wizard's apprentice named Sam, who has a hornless gay unicorn and a half-giant as best friends. And they have to go on a quest to save the prince from a dragon named Kevin, who has uh, abducted him. 
and it is a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) It is. (laughs) So it is written very much in this like cartoony way that TJ Klune writes his books. And I just thought that that was kind of like a new style for him, maybe. I don't know why I thought that maybe his older stuff would be different. Maybe it was like a Taylor Jenkins Reid kind of scenario where... I think it's like the cover art. That too, yeah. And I've heard that his other stuff can be like quite a bit more dark and adult. And I this wasn't what I was expecting. When I think dark, I think like in the dark. And I know you said that like Whispering Door was darker than Cerulean Sea, but to me it wasn't because it was so cartoony that it's still light to me. Yeah. <laughs> like dark is dark to me is just feels different. So um, I don't know about any of his other books, but this one I definitely didn't think was dark, but I definitely thought was adult. There is, it's vulgar, guys. It is a lot of. Yes. Uh, a lot dicks. of sex. Yeah, a lot of dicks, a lot of buttholes, a lot. It, I enjoyed it. Despite, okay, this book was really dumb. In like <laughs> the way I was surprised you liked it. Because I was like, well, okay, I can handle this kind of dumb. I was surprised that you could because it was also fun, but it reads like a fan fiction for a fandom of something I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I was still along for the ride. It's super repetitive, but it, I guess TJ Clean just is kind of repetitive in all of his stuff. Yeah. But like not in a way that annoyed me because I guess his repetition just never annoys me. I don't know what. They say yeah. the same phrases a lot, but I don't care. It was so funny. So funny, right? Like, he has such a great sense of humor. His jokes, <laughs> like, his jokes just tickle my funny bone so hard. Yes, there was a lot of bone tickling in this book. Yeah. A lot of hard bones, yes. Yes. <laughs> Actually, no, there wasn't a whole lot of bone tickling in like the sense of you know what I mean until the end at I was like almost at the end of the book and I thought you know what this is really weird for a book that talks constantly about sex no one is actually having sex in this book Kevin and Gary yeah but off screen the, uh, kind of <laughs> you can kind you can hear there them. was some audio <laughs> Yeah, but like other than that nobody was and then they were and i was like holy moly that is some sex scenes there yeah it read just like a fan fiction almost like i could have been reading it on i guess archive if anybody out there (laughs) reads fan fiction because it felt almost like the kind of thing that came out like week by week where there was that repetition Mm. but it doesn't really matter yeah. Because you're just reading snippets or like scenes. And yeah, that's kind of what it felt like to me. I would read more of it. It was very funny. Um, it was definitely light. And yeah, it's super, super gay. Yeah. Like almost yes. almost 100% gay. 100%. Almost 100%. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I, yeah. I had a fun time reading yeah. that one. Yeah, me too. It was super fun. I found I felt kind of like I don't really know who I would 
recommend it to because yeah, like it, I don't feel like it would be something that I would like because it's just so over the top. It's so over the top. I was so surprised. But I had so much fun. So yeah. I don't know. But it really reminded me of his Extraordinaries series. He has the same narrator for a lot of his books. So the same narrator that narrated Lightning Struck Heart also narrated The Extraordinaries. And he does the same voice for Sam in The Lightning Struck Heart that he does for Nicholas. Nick, I think his name is, in The Extraordinaries. This is the, the main character in that book. And their their characters are really similar. So I really enjoyed that series as well. So I think it just kind of crossed over for me. The narrator was incredible. Yeah, so good. The production was really well done. I can't even imagine not listening to this one on audio. Right. I was trying to think of, okay, actually I looked up some reviews and some people had typed or like, I don't know, typed out pieces of the story because they're like, okay, look at this, look how stupid this piece of dialogue is or whatever. And reading it on the screen, I was like, yeah, that looks really stupid. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't sound like a good scene at all. But in the book, because the narration was so great in the audiobook, so it was good. I had to look up. I've told you about The Two Princes before. Yeah. It's a podcast that was done like episodes telling a story about these two princes. And it's for kids, I think more preteen, early teen-ish age. But I listened to it with my son and he loved it. We both loved it. Now, the narrator, I thought I had to look it up to see if he was the same person. Because this was like an R-rated Two Princes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so nice, but I like actually had to look up and see if it was the same because he has the same voice as one of the two princes. Yeah. But it's not him. It's not. No. The the narrator that we're talking about, his name is Michael Leslie. And yeah, for this book, he does different voices for every single character, different accents, and it's flawless. It's so great. They put kind of like a reverb on his dragon voice. <laughs> yeah. They also, they overlap when more than one of his characters is talking at the same time. Mm -hmm. So just from an editing standpoint, listening to it, I was like, oh, you know, that's just a little bit of extra work that makes such a difference. Yeah. It sounded so good. Yeah. So definitely recommend reading it. But this is the kind of book that reminds me I'm a prude. <laughs> and it might happen to you guys too. I don't know. <laughs> if you have never read fan fiction before, be warned. <laughs> because yeah, this has strong fan fiction vibes. Yeah. That's so many good jokes. In in the good way. Like this is I would be going back every week if somebody was writing this. So Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm interested in checking out the second book. I've been trying to recommend it to our friend Steph, who just doesn't do audio. But I just can't imagine anybody reading this one not on audio. Mm -hmm. So I've been really trying to push it because uh, I just feel like this one, you need to experience the audio. I know because we I recommended it at Other Book Club and Nikki in that group, she doesn't do audio. So I'm really worried she's going to like pick up the actual book and read it. <laughs> and I just don't think that it's going to hit the same no. Oh my God. I hope everybody reads it and comes oh. and just stares at you. I know. Until you leave your own job. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm worried about. 
but yeah, no, definitely really good. Oh, I can't, guys, I'm about to say something super inappropriate, but it will give you an idea of what this book is like. I had to keep pausing. Oh, and I loved it because this is how me and Andrew talk to each other in real life when <laughs> nobody else is around. Like, this is what it sounds like. But I have to keep pausing and then playing him parts. There's one part where Gary is talking about getting fisted by a Selkie. And (laughs) (laughs) it's like, and everybody knows Selkies always lie, but he was not lying about punching my asshole. So like (laughs) that, that is the tone of the entire book. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, um, Oh, Andrew died. He was laughing. So funny. Yeah. I was dying the whole time. (laughs) I was thinking, cause I said that when I was reading the second book in the extraordinary series, is that one flash fire? Is that the next one that's coming out? I don't know. The second book, I said that it kind of felt like TJ Klune had taken it upon himself to give sex ed to queer kids or if gay kids, I guess, would be the better um, the better example because he like does that in the book. And I felt like in this book was kind of the same. He was being like, you can't Google how to uh, have anal sex very comfortably because <laughs> of reasons why people can't do that. So here, I'm going to put it in this book for you so that you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. I was like, oh, this is kind of a weird step-by-step of how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Not super sexy, but um, that's okay. So I don't know. Random thought, but... <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you have to say about that one? No, not really. I'll listen to the next one. It was a little long. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the one thing after at about like 15 hours. I was like, all right, yeah. this is a bit much. So We got to like a part where they're coming back and I was like, how do I still have five hours? This is an <laughs> no. unreasonable amount to still have. Like I listened to it. It was fun, but I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot of extra listening power. You can do other stuff with this one too. Yeah. But, oh my God, watch what you're doing because you're just going to be laughing. <laughs> so much laughing. <laughs> yeah, you will look like a crazy person. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's also what I read. And that's also the only thing that I read. So okay. what else did you read? I am like five minutes away from finishing Horror Store by Grady Hendrix. Oh! Yeah, it is really, really good. So this one is horror. It's set in... a kind of an Ikea knockoff store called Orsk. And these two women who work in the store are asked to stay overnight with the manager because someone's been like vandalizing the store overnight. And then they come in in the morning and everything's all messed up. So for some reason, well, not for some reason, he wants them, he wants someone to do it so that when the district manager or whoever shows up the next day for their inspection, they're not like in trouble. So whatever. There's other reasons why he asked these two women to stay overnight to catch a vandalism, <laughs> a va- a, to catch vandal. this guy vandalize. Yeah, a vandal. My God. I, <laughs> I'm apparently tired. But anyways, they stay over and horrible things happen. Is it like decent horror? Yeah, it's really, really good. It's said that it's like comedy horror, and I can kind of see that for like the first half of the book. It reminds me of, if anyone's watched the show Superstore, it's exactly Superstore plus death. (laughs) It's bizarre. So um, we even have like the main character's name is Amy, and in Superstore, like one of the main characters' name is Amy. So there's just kind of all these like weird like kind of crossovers that I see, and I'm sure it's probably not intentional because I'm pretty sure this book was published before the show came out. So I don't know how that works, but it's 
really funny and then gets really creepy. And it, I'm not usually so much into kind of like monsters, but that's kind of the direction that it goes where I kind of like more like human slasher killers. Body horror? Is that what that's called? Yeah. Body horror is gross body stuff, like heads flying off and Oh yeah, I like I like that. Guts falling out. But they do there is a lot of that. It's just okay. monsters. It's monsters, not like a human killer. But it's really kind of funny the way they had kind of like layer it in a way that's kind of like, you know, on the surface the store is happy and organized and beautiful and and then underneath, it's just like built on top of something weird and writhing and dead. And it just makes me want to go to Ikea. It really does. It just it kind of <laughs> turned me off. <laughs> and like each chapter is like has an illustration of a piece of furniture and has like a Scandinavian name. And <laughs> it's like, it's just exactly like Ikea. But then as the book goes on, these pieces of furniture like slowly turn into like torture devices instead. Yes. Okay. That's. I haven't read it, but it's been on my list of like, ooh, maybe this October I'll actually do it. Yeah, definitely recommend. You would like it. It's it's really good. And it's short. It's just, I think it's it's no, like novella length. So oh. it's not like super long to get through. I wouldn't wait until October. I would just go for it. It's really good. Cool. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. So I've had a pretty good reading time, I think. Nice. Pretty, pretty successful. I just had a book. I like to pre-order stuff, as mm -hmm. you know. I used to pre-order real books, and then I realized I can't read real books anymore, so mm -hmm. I should just stop doing that. But I pre-order audiobooks because, you know, I somehow I keep building up credits, so then I'll just yeah. have five of them, and I'm like, oh, I'll go pre-order a bunch of books. Yeah. And one of my pre-orders came through yesterday, so that's uh, a New World of Warcraft book called Sylvanas. And so get ready to have your eyes glaze over. But for okay. you three out there who listen specifically for my cool world of Warcraft talk, <laughs> get ready. The last expansion called Shadowlands has been just awful for me. I haven't played it. I don't care. I just watch people on YouTube. They tell me what's going on. I watch the cutscenes. I say, God, will this ever be over? And there's been this whole storyline with this character who I love just deeply in my heart and they've been just trying to ruin her for an expansion and a half. It's very, very sad. But this is going to be more behind the scenes of why she's making these god-awful choices in the game. So I'm hoping that this might not redeem her because she's done just some terrible, terrible shit. But explain why everything's been so completely insane in-game. So I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. It kept getting pushed back because the game kept being pushed back because of COVID and the whole company falling apart. It's been a time. But the release for that lines up with the releases in the game, and it's finally time for me to be able to learn what the hell. So I'm very excited. Oh, and the voice actress who plays Sylvanas in the game is the one who reads the audiobook. So it'll mm -hmm. actually be in the character's voice, which nice. is very cool. Yeah, well, that is very exciting for you. Very exciting for me, yes. <laughs> but I don't know why that made me remember, but it made me remember that I also read A Night to Remember by Walter Lord, which was the Titanic book. Oh, and you forgot, so. <laughs> well, I just, I'm just so tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens. No, it was really good. That was the narrative nonfiction, big 
Titanic book. I mean, not big in size because it's very small, but the kind of best one as far as I can see out there. And yeah, it was really, really good. It almost scratched my Titanic itch, except for there wasn't any like of the drama story. There was everything that happened told through the eyes of the, the all these survivors, but I just wanted Jack and Rose or someone <laughs> having some kind of love story and being there. Uh, it, so it was missing that, but otherwise it was really good. The Titanic, man, that freaks me out. It's kind of the same level of like, I can't think of it too hard as like the universe and <laughs> simulation theory. It just freaks me out. And so listening to this book, there are so many things that needed to happen to make Titanic sink. And they're like, if one of those 15 things didn't happen, it would have been fine. But instead, they all happened and it went down. And I was like, it's very bad oh, luck. My God, oh, just, it just killed me. Yeah. It killed me. Yeah, it was really good. Have you asked Titanic Guy for a book? I did. He hasn't responded. Oh, Titanic Guy. I'll do it. I know. But I'll do it in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard back from him, but I did I did send him a message that hey Titanic guy, help me out. Radio silence, just like on the Titanic when they're trying to call <laughs> all of these ships and no one believes that they're going down because they're like, the Titanic is unsinkable or eh, I'm going to bed. What a funny call they're making. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and that was what it was like. <laughs> What do you mean? And they're like Morse coding. Like, <laughs> they don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so oh, stressful. That does sound stressful. Oh, so the next one you have to read is um, The Mermaid and the Titanic. Oh, yeah. The Little Titanic. I'm going to have to <laughs> try that one out, <laughs> I guess. <Yes. laughs> That's all I'm going to be left with. So, I mean, I'm so curious to see how it is. I mean, I like The Little Mermaid and I like The Titanic. So, I'm not curious I enough to read it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious enough to make you read it. We'll see if the Titanic guy does not get back to me. Or if he does, and that's the book he recommends. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> well, got any other stuff? You cut your hair. looks great. Yes, I did. I cut my hair. I don't know how many inches that would have been, but it was at least like 100. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a lot of hair. A lot of hair. So, yeah, it was like pretty far down my back. Now it's like to my shoulders. Yeah, and just past your shoulders in the front. The hairdresser was like just cutting it off in the back. And then she just whips up this whole hand, my whole ponytail up in her hand. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, what is that? She's like, what? You've never had your hair cut before? I'm like, they've never, no one's ever just held up my whole hair to see. <laughs> like, it's usually just on the ground. Like, really freaked me out. But. <laughs> Like her trophy. <laughs> yeah. She's like, do you want to take it? Some people take it home and bury it or like burn it as like a letting it go. I was like, no. I just, I'll just send a Snapchat to my friends of it and then you can throw it in the garbage. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Haircut's going good. Actually, it's so far the easiest haircut I've ever had. Nice. It's magical. I just wake up and look good. Yeah. Pretty sweet. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Other than that, I, I mean, I don't think I do have any other stuff. I usually think about that beforehand, but. Uh, you and I have gone to hot yoga twice. Yes. So I'm sure that we were complaining that we don't do that within the last month, but we oh, have. Yeah. We've gone twice, guys. 
and it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> but it hurts good. It so. hurts good. It's so good. So yeah, that's good. Uh, started packing some stuff in my house today. Very good. Oh, I think Ben has a cavity, so I made him a dentist appointment. Uh, Ugh. <laughs> you know what he says to me in the bathroom? I'm looking at his tooth. It's like, Mom, remember when Daddy didn't brush my teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do. (laughs) This is daddy's fault. You're right. (laughs) Well, at least it's not your fault this time. It's not my fault. No, no, no. (laughs) Too good. Yeah. That kid's been really sweet to me lately. I don't know what on earth, but apparently he loves me. So that should last for a minute. (laughs) Yeah. It's making up for those times where he didn't. Where he did not. Oh, Cambria is going in the tub somewhat willingly now. So that's that's nice. Yeah, guys, my life's exciting. (laughs) well mine's even less because i don't even have things like that (laughs) what are you talking about you had a whole bag of popcorn the other day (laughs) i I don't think it was one of those little microwave bags no it's a costco bag (laughs) with m&ms and chocolate on it (laughs) yeah it's impressive (laughs) yeah oh it's popcorn you just eat so much of it without getting full it's a problem (laughs) why are we so tired and why does it feel like our lives are so busy when these are the stories we have to tell. <laughs> oh, when you put it that way, I may as well just go die. <laughs> that was extreme. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> have you considered just laying down and dying? Uh, can I say? Uh, no, don't do that. I kind of meant go to bed. But... Oh, the, this mini death, like the one I had last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I can't do that. Guys, I okay, I work at 5:30 in the morning, 4 days a week, and I do 10-hour shifts. So, by the end of and then I parent because that's what my life is like. So, by the end of my fourth shift, I'm just like I'm already a tired person. I'm so sleepy. So, yesterday I went to bed with the kids and I got 11 hours of sleep. <laughs> it's it's obscene. It's so much. It's obscene. <laughs> I just, this morning when my husband was trying to not wake up, I was like, no, no, go, get out of here. You go be with those kids because I'm not doing this. So. <laughs> Meanwhile, me, average of good like six and a half hours. And that's, I choose that. <laughs> I, I can't blame anyone. I choose it. I set an alarm uh, for 4 a.m. <laughs> I hate okay, it. Okay, 5 a.m. I get eight hours and I'm like, why is my life like this? <laughs> <laughs> if only I could have three more hours. Oh my God. Just sleep for half a day every four or five days. You're good. <laughs> my brain says, you do not have time for that. Get up. That's. <sighs> Well, the trick is go to bed at seven. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be helpful. All right. Well, now that we've helped our audience get to sleep, (laughs) we hope you're all doing good out there. Yeah. That's it. That's all I have. Uh, So if you are joining us for book club this month, we are reading The Lighthouse Witches by Carolyn Jess Cook. And the discussion is going to start over on Instagram and Facebook starting on April 20th. So if you haven't already, give us a follow over there so you don't miss it. You can find us at best underscore book club. <laughs> I was going to do the, <laughs> the email, but that's not right. Just best underscore book club on Instagram. <laughs> 
or feel free to just send us an email letting us know what you thought of the book or any of the books we talk about on the show. You can reach us at best underscore book club at outlook.com. And remember, if you're interested in bonus content from us, you can head over to patreon.com slash best book club to sign up. And we'll put all of these links down in the show notes. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>